finding out why loser fruit was one of my first followers. I bought myself this bourbon, right? So it's called it's called 1792 and it's really good tasting bourbon. So much so that while I don't like to drink alone, I think it's a, an evidence of a you know, that you're in a bad state of affairs, especially because my father's an alcoholic and my mother uh, when whenever she was stressed or whatever, she would drink some wine or whatever, listen to some music, and I, I never thought that was particularly good behavior. So I never want to emulate that shit. But two nights in a row, I liked this bourbon enough that I, I, I got a little bit drunk at the end of the night. And uh, it was very dumb because I would woke, wake up feeling so tired, you know, and it would just make the next day a complete waste. But so I was drunk this one night and uh, I don't know what, where, how it came to mind. I think I was on Twitch Tracker and on Twitch Tracker, on the side of the screen, it, it'll tell you your most famous followers, right? And for the longest time, I'm talking like five years, my most famous follower has been Loserfruit. And I was like, Loserfruit has never spoken in my chat. We've never spoken to each other ever. Why did she follow me all this time back then? And uh, she happened to follow me on Twitter like a few months ago. I just assumed because businessy thing or whatever, or now that we have the same manager or whatever, um, maybe that was why. Still hadn't spoken. But given that I was a little bit drunk, I'm like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I'm finally going to find out why Loserfruit followed me. So I DM'd her and was like, hey, so why'd you follow me all that time back then? And she's like, I don't remember. I, I do not remember why I followed you. And I'm like, dang. <laughs> I, I was, I, I, uh, like, I don't know what I expected. That's, that's why I never asked. Like, I never imagined there'd be some cool story behind it, but I expected some answer. And so there's no answer to the question. And that's kind of disappointing. I, it might've been, when did Fortnite come out? Maybe it was during, during Fortnite friendlies? I don't know. But like, she, she, relatively speaking, is one of my first followers. But I don't think she's ever really watched my content. Because I think I had like 3,000 followers when she followed me. And she, st she was then and still is like the biggest Australian Twitch streamer. I imagine it was probably something like Trihex. Because I've told this story about Trihex before, where he also has been one of my most famous followers for a long time, but he's never watched my content. But at least with him, I know why he followed me. A very long time ago, um, Admiral Bulldog, a guy who's um, hosted, or at least raided, um, a handful of speedrunners, right? Uh, Admiral Bulldog raided me for like 3,000, 4,000 viewers. And this was, you know, h half a decade ago. So there's a lot of viewers. And during this raid, I guess Trihex was watching Admiral Bulldog. So he followed me because of that raid. And then I know like a, two, three weeks later, I was in Trihex's chat. And I, I think I subbed and I was just talking in chat and Trihex was like, Oh, Dark Viper, I see you're a, you're a partner. I guess it wasn't five years ago then. How long have I been partner? I don't know, but it was, it was, it was many years ago. He, he, he says, D Dark Viper, you're a partner. What do you stream? And I was like, how does Trihex not know what I stream? He followed me like weeks ago. Surely he would know. And I, I said as such politely, he's like, ah, I followed you. Ah. I only remember that dude, but. All right then, <laughs> all these people follow me. They just do not give a fuck about my content though, apparently. Because I, I, I guess with a lot of bigger content creators, they just follow everyone to, to make those connections, right? 
Like, I've, I've had awkward situations, at least one or two, because I unfollow people who I'm not watching actively. Or who I just don't want to hear from, or I haven't talked to in a long time, or whatever. Um, and so there has been a time or two where it's like, oh, you're not following me anymore. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, my, my bad. The <laughs> mistake, I guess. Um, but so I guess it'd be smart just to be following fucking everyone in, on the odd chance that it uh, starts some conversation or... Um, uh, you, you meet them late and you can be like, oh, I followed you for ages, man, you know? You just, to be more in tune with the the current trend of who's who's who on Twitch, I, I suppose, you know? You know one of the biggest reasons why I don't reach out to more content creators? It's because I just don't want to have to deal with the thought of whether people think I'm a dipshit. Within average people, I don't particularly care, but the perception of me in the wider YouTube sphere it actually kind of matters, the general sentiment that people have towards me. And I sometimes get the feeling that it isn't super positive. But when I think about that, it's possible that that feeling just comes from, you know, my um, my insecurities. And uh, the flaring up of my um, negative self-perception, which is by no means as strong as it used to be. But, uh, like, the anxiety of thinking about messages that I've sent, oh, that I send the right thing as a person now think I'm a dipshit and stuff. I don't like those feelings. And that I have these thoughts and stuff, it, it really does limit my life in terms of how much interaction I have with other people and whatnot. Because I limit it just to avoid these feelings and it's a terrible way to live, you know. Um, I don't care as much as I used to, but like I, now that I've messaged Loser Fruit, I gotta wonder, wonder if she thinks I'm a dipshit for the rest of my life. And she mentioned, like, Marcus. I'm like, oh, I think I think she's with a dude named Marcus. Is, is that the same guy as the Prestige Clips dude? Am I meant to know Prestige Clips? How many times have I talked to Prestige Clips? Are they the same person? And I, like, I'm just so bad at this shit, you know? Remembering everything about people. I'm, I'm just a, like, I'm, I, I think back to my life where I had in real life friends. Maybe I was actually just a shitty friend. I don't know. So you're telling me you you shouldn't avoid people socially? Yeah, man. People are, people are great. People can greatly enrich your life. As long as you're not a weird person like me. <laughs> getting recognized in public. Tell us about getting recognized in public yesterday. Do people care about my stories? So yesterday was uh, a celebration of two of my cousins' birthday, right? Um, it wasn't Their birthdays weren't exactly yesterday, but they're close enough we do them both together. Uh, so I was going to a family gathering, and my mother recently has hurt her shoulder. It's some tendon or something that they had to fix or whatever, so she can't use her arm for like six weeks. It's in a sling. So she says to me, uh, I need you to drive me to the family gathering, and um, can, can we go to the shops first, and we, I can buy some of my groceries, because I can't drive myself. And I was like, oh yeah, sure, whatever. And so we go to Audi. Uh, I haven't been to Audi in a bajillion years. There's not one around here, whatever. But uh, So we walk around grab a bunch of stuff, and we get to the cash register. And uh, the woman there, like when I say woman, it implies, because woman sounds older. I know a person in her early 20s. Um, girl sounds too young, woman sounds too old, kind of thing. I don't know, but woman in her early 20s is like, hey, this may sound weird, but do you like upload clips of like GTA stuff and all that to YouTube? Uh, at least I think that's what, what she pointed to, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, I am. Like, oh, I, I watch your stuff. I know you. And uh, I thought that was pretty cool, because I, do, I don't get the experience of going out and uh, seeing people enough to know what the likelihood of me getting recognized in public is. 
because certainly my clips have now been shown to hundreds of millions of people. So statistically, there must be people around who would recognize me in public. But the reason why this was so fortuitous is it happened right in front of my mother. And I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's cool. You recognize my son or whatever. And uh, so my mother gets to walk around for the family gathering going to be like, oh, we were in Audi. And, and, and this, this girl recognizes my son as for the stuff he does online. Mother was uh, super impressed with that. I mean, I, it, was, it, was, it was fun for me as well to be recognized, but it, just, it was just especially, as I say, fortuitous that it happened exactly in front of my mother um, to make me seem more impressive to my mother. Well, it, we've moved past the period where my, my mother didn't really get my job. She is proud of me for what I've done or what I do. Have, reinforcing it as something of note is, uh, you know, always something that a son would want to do for his mother, right? Because I'm sure my mother, on some level, would rather I just be a doctor or something and be able to tell people, Oh, my son's a doctor! Because you can guarantee, when my mother describes what I do to her friends, her friends are like, oh yeah, what, okay, I, I, I don't know what that means, but okay. You know, it, it, uh, this job, regardless of how successful I become in it, is not going to have any level of prestige for people of my mother's age, you know? I, I know, like, um, I was talking to someone else at the family gathering, and um, they, they, it, it's one of those conversations where it's just like, they, they have no idea what I do. Um, they're like, oh, so you can be successful at that, can you? Could you, you make a bit of money there? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah I, I make a bit of money, I'm doing alright, you know. I don't get out enough, I don't get to meet people enough, you know. Especially now that I, I can, because, um... Uh, like, we, we haven't had a single case of COVID in Australia for like 40 days or something, apparently. You know, everyone's out and about doing just normal shit. I'm happy COVID is basically over. It's, uh, COVID coming to an end has made me remember that it isn't simply COVID that is the cause of me not being around people all that much, you know? I didn't go around people all that much before COVID. And now that, uh, COVID's gone as an excuse to be uh, a loner, uh, I'm now like, ah, oh, I'm actually just a loner, you know? I hope at the very least a Twitch party comes along and I can show up to there, feel kind of awkward for a few hours, and come back home, and then be like, you know what, I don't need to be around people, it's just perfectly fine. I just need another instance to remind myself that in general, I'm better off being home by myself than being out around people. <laughs> I need that reminder every couple of months. Rockstar wants to remake some games. Was it Sonny Evans I saw uh, tweeting out today that apparently on, you know, the, the companies do like quarterly calls with their major shareholders or stakeholders or whatever uh, to discuss the business. And apparently Take-Two has taken notice of uh, the success of like the Mafia remakes and whatnot, and uh, are therefore you can infer likely making plans to have their older games remastered. So we might eventually see, you know, GTA 3, Vice City, San Andreas, and whatnot come back with uh, more modern graphics. You've got to hope it's not some half-assed attempt at remastering, right? And then you got to wonder how much of the content of those games will be kept in. I, w I would imagine that they'd keep like 99.5% of it and maybe cutting out that 0.5% is just to uh, 
generate some controversy so people talk about it and discuss it. <laughs> but the biggest question will always be the music. Whether they'd spend the money for the licenses now, which would cost far more than they did back then. It is surprising I still have so much I want to do in GTA 5. I have now officially been doing no hit for a year. Still haven't succeeded. Certainly we've gone from 186 or whatever to one, but I, I was kind of hoping it would be done by now. I just need this run to be over. I have so many things that I want to do. There's at least four big projects I want to do. I'm surprised I have that many. And then of course I have all the smaller stuff with the speedruns and stuff. I just mean that the game has been out for so long. And there's still stuff I want to do. I guess I've only really been working to make GTA 5 content outside of speedrunning for the last, you know, two years. So maybe it's understandable. Because I feel like a lot of stuff uh, hasn't been done by other people. Primarily because everyone else just moved on to GTA Online. Once Oko is done, I do hope to be able to have a much bigger focus on streaming again. YouTubers massively taken over as my main focus. Like the Clips channel definitely ate into everything of where I spend my time. The channel is just too good in terms of, uh, you know, in increasing my notoriety, my brands, money, views, like everything. It's just good. But like, it's not like I can stop streaming because streaming is the uh, basis for everything I do on YouTube. And I want to do more of it. But I can't do multiple Oko runs in one day. It'll drive me fucking crazy. Like, I'm always trying to bring energy to the beginning of any of the runs because I'm worried it, I'm, I'm finally going to get the successful run and I'm going to be like half dead and it's going to stand forever and I'm just going to be fucking shit in it, you know? Like even now, having that false start and coming back, I feel kind of self-conscious. But I'm trying just to ignore that shit. It just needs to be done. Who cares if it's dirty, you know? I am not desperate for GTA 6. There's still heaps of stuff that I can do in GTA 5 and GTA Online. The only reason I would want GTA 6 to come out and just to abandon everything in GTA 5 is because uh, whatever I'm doing in GTA 5, if I were to be doing the exact same thing in GTA 6, given that GTA 6 would be the new hot item, uh, I'd get more viewership, you know, and more attention and, and whatnot, you know? Certainly there'd be more competition though. But like, I still haven't done the Doomsday Heist uh, in online. I still haven't done all the uh, individual small missions in GT Online. Not that any of them are particularly good as so I hear, but I mean, I've always wanted to do them anyway. I've got all my modded runs I need to do. I need to get back into speedrunning and stuff. I still haven't finished Pacifist. I'm really close with Pacifist though. Like, you know, <laughs> but given how long it takes me to make an episode, maybe I'm not that close. Uh, I do intend though, when no damage is over, to always be working on the next episode. Will my Clips channel outpace my main channel in subscribers? Uh, my Clips channel won't get more subs than my main channel. People in general don't sub to uh, Clips channels. Uh, in the last month, my main channel got 51k subs, my Clips channel got 49k. Clips channel posts way, way too often for me to sub to it, exactly, yeah. Some people don't mind that stuff. Some people sub to channels and never use their sub feed and stuff. Given how YouTube works with uh, mainly using recommendations to get people to watch stuff, it, it's not even super important to sub to channels anyway. It's nice though. And subs will always be that easy way that people can get some gauge of your success, you know? 
even if it is very imprecise. Just a lot of people aren't going to go to a third-party website to look up how many views you're getting and stuff. They're just going to be like, oh, you got a lot of subs. You, you famous. Joe Rogan and Ted Cruz. Oh, yeah, I hear Joe Rogan has been saying some really dumb shit on his podcast, but who cares? I don't watch it anyway. Joe Rogan has always seemed like a, a guy whose opinions change based on the last person he spoke to, which uh, is probably not a good thing. I don't think it necessarily makes him a bad interviewer. I've seen some of his interviews, and he uh, he appears decent at it, depending upon your preference as to what an interviewer is meant to do. Like, he appears engaged, and he does ask questions that elicit additional, additional information sometimes, but I guess it depends on the topic. Like, when, you're, when your dedicated subreddit is turning against you and saying you're saying dumb shit, you know you fucked up. What was the stuff? Like, he, he had a bunch of COVID denialism shit for pretty much the entire duration of COVID and saying that people being kept indoors is spreading COVID faster. And this recent one defending Ted Cruz bailing on his state when it was in a, an emergency uh, because of the blizzards. What was his statement? What, is he going to make it warmer? What a, what a dumbass. Even if you want to make the case that there's no immediate action that he can take, Ted Cruz could obviously do anything that a regular person can do. In terms of uh, looking out for people in need or making sure that uh, people haven't died in their homes or whatever, charitable giving and whatnot, raising money for those in need, having some involvement in the distribution of resources. If at the bare minimum, uh, even in a reality where there was literally nothing he can do, I don't know, maybe he, he's broken his legs recently, uh, and he's being in the state makes it so that should something come up where you can do something, you'll be there to be able to do it. The only way to perfectly guarantee that there is nothing that you can do to help is to not even fucking be there. But imagine being paid to be a public servant and then using that money to bail on the people who gave you that money. It's like, yeah, I know you guys can't afford to bail and just leave your problems, and yeah, I know you're all suffering, but I'm gonna fuck off now. Bye-bye. How cold-hearted and inconsiderate. But the funny thing is, though, even if you were entirely selfish, you gave no fucks about anyone else, any reasonably intelligent person would be like, yeah, I gotta stick around regardless, because it's gonna look really bad for me and hurt my political career. But Ted Cruz represents both a callous indifference to other people and impressive stupidity. There's a, a, a weird combination, you know? Actually, it's not a weird combination, it's an understandable combination, but it's uh, not a good one. The snow is a lie. Did you guys see all those people who... Uh, apparently this happens like every freak blizzard, where a certain part of the population will believe that the snow is fake, and will be like, oh, it's Bill Gates trying to convince us that climate change is real. And they'll go outside with a lighter and pack together some snow tightly compressed and try to try to light it and, and melt it and they'll be like look it's soot it's not it's not fake it's, it's fake snow it's not real snow when in reality of course it's the the lighter fluid or whatever the the excess of that that's just building up underneath the uh the snow and, and if you use any um sufficient heating source the snow does melt like normal and so like there, there was another video where a woman Puts puts it in her microwave. She's like, "Oh, this is gonna it's gonna prove that there's aluminium in the uh, in the snow," and uh, <laughs> so she puts it in there and it melts and it just melts normally. She's like, 
well, maybe there's not metal in the snow, but it's still, I still fake snow. And then the worst part, though, is when the kid, that she has a kid, and she's like, kid's like, yeah, fake snow. And she's like, oh, god damn it. Like, it, it's, it's bad enough that there are people out there who are that fucking dumb, but that they also have kids who are going to be influenced into that same kind of belief structure. Fucking terrible. But what can you do, you know? What can you do? Going through ban appeals on stream. What do you think about streamers making videos reacting to their unbanned requests? I was going to do the same thing, but we talked it over in, in the mod discord and um, came to the conclusion maybe it wasn't the best content. Um, those who go over the ban appeals, uh, well, mainly Louis, suggested um, there wasn't enough funny stuff in there to make good content. Uh, I think it's fine. I don't think the content's particularly amazing, but it's probably easy content to make. Uh, and you run the risk of um, people intentionally writing certain things in ban appeals to because they know it's going to be in a video or something. You can't tell me what to eat for breakfast. Like, why did I eat KFC today, chat? I know it's just going to give me acid reflux. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Wow. Yeah, clearly I should have had Hungry Jacks instead. That's exactly right. I actually had um, KFC at 10 a.m. So I guess KFC is now open at 10 a.m.? Question mark? KFC does breakfast? I mean, look guys, here's some controversial opinion, okay? You can technically eat any food at any time of the day. The idea that you can't eat something at a particular time is a stupid social convention. If I want to eat fucking toothpaste on muffins at 11 p.m., I should be able to. Without society judging me. Consider me to be considering me to be some kind of a degenerate, okay? Keep this between you and me. Twitch might ban me for too much controversy. We talked about before that uh dietitian or, or what have you claiming that uh, cereals are so bad for you that uh eating peas for breakfast would be healthier. Because pizza, you know, it's bread like tomato paste, cheese and herbs and, and meat and stuff. Well, uh, well, cereal is just primarily like bread and sugar. Neither being amazing for you, but cereal just being so goddamn garbage. The pizza wins that. So what I'm saying is everyone should eat pizza for breakfast every day. I know a lot about health, guys. If your parents or your significant other question what you're doing, just, just tell them some guy on the internet told you that it's okay to eat pizza for breakfast. You know, that's enough authority that they should have no problems with. No wonder I have acid reflux. Okay, good point. I have bought myself a bunch of healthy food, but there's a difference between buying healthy food and actually consuming it. <laughs> I mean, I did I did half what you meant to do, right? So that's that's pretty good, right? That's like a like a C plus. The sickest I've ever been. Pax Australia was so fun. Oh my god, I got the sickest I've ever been after Pax 2019. The sickest. They call it like the Pax Pox or whatever, as, as a joke, where very often after these large events, you'll get sick. People who go to those events while ill in any capacity, fuck them. I can, I can, I can understand, like, if you, you know, because it's a once in a year event or whatever, you've paid money, especially as a regular person, you've probably shit out a hundred something bucks. And if you got the sniffles a little bit, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna fucking go, I'm probably fine. But your sniffles, when given to a thousand people, is a significant thing, you know. Little creatures aren't a fan of your boy Dark Viper. 
When I was at my cousin's yesterday, I got to meet their dog, Marley, and their other dog, Bailey. While Bailey didn't seem to dislike me, it was a little bit skittish around me, but at least let me pet it or whatever. Marley did not like me at all. Would just bark at me and do everything to avoid me. Like, it's, you know, three meters minimum distance. Attempts to phase into walls to get away from me kind of thing. And it was, like, heartbreaking. And I was like, maybe I don't want a dog. I'm sure, like, when you get a dog and you, you live with them or whatever, they'll naturally go to like you because, you know, you feed them every day and whatever. Um, and so it's more because I was a stranger that the dog didn't like me. It was still very sad, you know. And the, um, the young daughter, um, I can't remember how, she was she two, I don't know. Um, she didn't like me either. Middle angry face at me and I'm like, oh, phew. Little creatures apparently just uh, not a fan of your boy Dark Viper. It might have been because, thinking about it, the reason why I was probably able to be recognized when I was an Audi was because I was wearing my work attire. My black tank top, my black shorts, um, my shitty haircut, and uh, that's probably how I was able to be recognized. And that's also probably why the dog and the child didn't like me, because I look fucking terrible. <laughs> work attire, love. That's what I think of this as. I think this uh, of this as my work attire. It's also my recreational attire, and just, you know, going out attire, and it's just my attire in general. If it were possible to only wear black tank tops and black shorts to every single event for the rest of my life, I would do so. If I, if I go to PAX next time, which I imagine I will, I will probably wear this. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.